so hey guys welcome to the hot podcast episode episode number uh seven now i think so i think uh, seven let me right. let me let me can you check the thing yeah episode six Oh, there's the message. If you guys haven't started, we're booting up. Okay, cool. Did you want to do news today, or did you just want to fuck around and talk about holidays? I straight up because that's what I wanted. I don't have any news. Yeah, I don't have any news either. I was like, we have nothing on the docket. No, nobody's posted anything to the Discord. So I assume we're just gonna shoot this shit for an hour. Well, because I was like, oh, I should probably be looking at video game news, but I've got family obligations. Hey yo. Yeah, I have a family surprise. Just like, oops. <sighs> So what else has been going on with you aside from family things? Uh Did I Okay. <laughs> All right, hold on. Remember when I told you I might be a furry? <laughs> Remember we had that conversation? Uh-huh. And I was very excited. So okay. So I'm not I'm not a furry. I'm not as far as I know. However, for the the the, <laughs> the judgment I'm receiving. Um <laughs> For the, the, the game that I put out with my friend Josh, uh, we worked really hard on it, and I had drawn myself as a deer, and now it's now it's just this huge fucking joke that I am a furry, because of course, why wouldn't you take it there? Um, sorry, but so, yes, my previous game was all about anthromorphs, and of course Josh, being a doll, asked me to jump back into it. And I'm like, okay, Josh, what are we thinking? What do you want to do? Josh gives me these ideas. We're going back and forth. We've got a mind map. We've got, like, all of these different ideas. Like, <sighs> we are, like, maybe two pages into the GDD. And then Josh goes, animal people. You're so good at drawing animal people. Of course we have to do furry shit. I'm just worried every game I make with Josh from this point on is going to be furries. I mean, well, if you're talented at it, then why not? I don't think I'm particularly talented at it. I just think maybe I can I can draw and that carries over. You know what I mean? May, may, or maybe maybe you have a future in for infinity and you should really set up a uh, a uh, c- commission account. They make some good dollars. I'm I'm not saying this. I, like the thing is like that like I. <laughs> Like I'm, I'm saying, like the, the people of Infinity actually do pay good living rates, and it's just kind of funny that you know that the people who respect the artists are the people of Infinity. So I don't know. I'm just saying it. You're absolutely correct, and I really appreciate you actually putting some time and effort into thinking about it because your girl could use some coin, but like <laughs> I never thought it would turn out like this. That, it's just your calling. This it's there's the somewhere so twenty twenty one came in knocking and they're just like hey, there's some there's some signals some signs. Hey, I've been <laughs> My- day yeah, I mean- one. I've been I've been I've been preaching. Those furries know what's up. They know they, they know the respect. <laughs> they know. All right. Um. <laughs> I'm just saying. I drew a cat. I drew I drew a femme anthro cat and I was like. And you I mean, were like, I'd have that. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> I would. Who's the... <laughs> Happy New Year, by the way. Oh, yeah. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Yeah. <laughs> Day one. We're oh. here with the Hot Pot New Year's yeah. cast. We have the big, um, we have the New Year's noodles, where if you 
you have to like eat the noodle but like not bite it and that like means that you're gonna live super long or something oh yeah so you gotta slurp like real hard and long yeah don't bite in because it means that you're gonna like die at 30. Yeah, I, 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 I'm sorry for like for like like me turning turning your custom into a joke, but I was just like, yeah, I swept a long time. Come on. <laughs> I truly just pictured Chuxi being like, wait, what's that? I die at thirty. <laughs> immediately chop down. <laughs> yeah. You're like long life, eh? No. But my auspiciousness and my my. Of everybody, you're the person who wants to live the hardest. I live hard. Yes. Actually, speak- actually, there's a picture that I need to post to to, to just show Trucy right now that I that I already showed Maggie. It's really oh. funny. <laughs> it's the cute boys. It's cute boys. But it's 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 I, like so 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 just to like because uh, I like you know cute k-pop boys and and there's a thing i didn't realize this was a thing but they do seasons greetings so basically it's like they get together mama moo does it um, a bunch of people do it and they just get together and, and either have like really um do a cute photo shoot or like other stuff and then the uh cute k-pop boy that i like to follow uh decided to um have a certain series of photos that i did not expect and it just makes it just makes me makes me laugh makes me laugh a lot that's all i'm gonna say uh, uh, i say i love the series of photos by the way they yeah. gave me life yeah because the thing is so so they showed previews of the photos and then the first and, and of course for some reason they picked that photo of him to the to promote this photo series and then um and then and i was like wow that's hilarious i guess it's just the one-off and then they're just like no no there's more and i was just like oh okay so let me just uh i downloaded the one um just the one i'll post it i'll post it in this so this is the second one this is the second of one of, this is number two of, of two of two wait have i seen this one you've seen this one um just, and i'll show you one of one is that a is that a piece of bread or yeah. an ocarina? Uh, it's, I think it's a piece of bread. So, but yeah, but yeah, for some reason he just he decided to pose <laughs> as if he is enjoying the sandwich slash piece of bread very much so. I too enjoy uh, a nice long piece of bread in a similar fashion. What the fuck? In in, in, a, in a in a phallic uh, shape. Absolutely. So. How well? <laughs> and, uh, to, to the point where he likes to just delicately place it upon his lips. It's the slightest pressing of, of thine lips to the yeast. To the to the tip of that bread. <laughs> yeah. Along the crust. Just along. Eyes closed. Eyes closed. Expression lax. Both hands on. It's like the softest, most like I don't. It's loving. It, there's there's just something like it's romantic. And then yeah, like you know, uh, you know, four fingers up top, and then both fingers on the bottom, just caressing the bottom one. 
you got you gotta have a good good contact, good hey, finger look, contact. I like toast just as much as the next guy. Okay, <laughs> this morning I had some cookie butter on my toast, and I was like, "This is a good time." You know what I didn't do? I didn't caress it, close my eyes, have the lighting just like show just right on top of my face, and just like caress the top of the cookie butter with my tongue, give it a fucking like lip, lip job. I didn't. <laughs> This is such an adventure. I'm like, what the- Not the tits, just the nips. Just the nips. Yeah. Haha, <laughs> you know. Yeah. He's playing a flute. Haha. <laughs> and it's what, dri- what drives me crazy. It's funny, because, like, you know, I laugh, and I'm like, haha. And then I send these to my friends who, who understand my kind of humor and, and go, haha. And, but then what drives me crazy is that the people- Or may- maybe it's just a, a thing that- It's like one of those you just don't mention it. But like, um, <laughs> I, mean, I honestly think maybe I'm I'm in a corner of of, of the twits, the, the Twitter, where the, like they're just the youngins are are just too pure and innocent because they're like, oh, look at him, he's playing a flute, and I'm just like, yeah, he's blowing something, all right. I mean, hey, it's still technically called playing the skin flute. It's just not quite as innocent as um as that. <laughs> I don't understand how case like K-pop stan Twitter can be so it's so polarizing because sometimes it's just thirst it's nothing but thirst and then you just yeah. come over here and it's like oh these six-year-olds being like i like you boy yeah sorry just you know play, like pretending he's playing the flute with this uh with this piece of bread and i'm just like who 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 and, and the thing is you, when you really think about it it's like this is the like it's not that just the group taking the photos themselves and then just releasing onto the internet it's not a self-produced production it is multiple people going through this photographers and editors and and and, and publishers and whoever else is in this pipeline and for some reason this photo these two photos have passed multiple hands and multiple eyes and they're like yep seems legit host <laughs> yeah they 100 percent were like listen we know you like bread we're just gonna ask that you um you suckle on it just a little bit you know, just for the fans yeah. like, you're like <laughs> i would be devastated to find out that the actual boys themselves don't realize until after the photos come out and then they're like like, that would break my heart. But you know yeah. they're going into it like, you want me to suck this dick? Got it. No, no question. <laughs> Let's do it. The thing, they're adults and they're human. And of course, it's just like, that's that's the other thing that kind of drives me crazy about stand Twitter is that a lot of stand Twitter, they, like, they idealize them as like these other uh, otherworldly beings that are outside of human desire. And it's just like, no, your boys say fuck. They probably fuck. They probably do, you know. These things, like what they are human they shit they are people they, and it's just and so it's like yeah like probably in the back of his mind somewhere he's just like haha this is a joke a very and it's like a lewd joke but a joke and and then everyone's just in on the joke and then some uh, and a whole chunk of stand twitter doesn't and the other chunk, and the other chunk that I'm a part of is like, haha, look at that picture. Sends it to my friends and laughs about it. I mean, frankly, that's what you should be doing. Like, that's the point of those photos. One hundred percent being over here, like, I can't even say fuck. <laughs> You're damn right. I'm gonna take photos of me sucking dick. Like, all right, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> this is 
I mean, the, and, like, and the thing is, like, I like I because sometimes they do like live streams and stuff. It's just like you know, just chatting. They're sitting and chatting, very PG. And, and yeah, and that's the thing. They're like, they're they're like, you know, yeah, they can't say fuck, and then and and they get nervous because like one of them put on music, and like which, which, which and he 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 forgot that there was a whole lot of swearing on it, and there was a whole lot of swearing on it. He's just like, oh, oh like he turns it off, and he's like, I'm sorry. <laughs> and it's like, like, like your boys Kids can't say fuck to the point where they're afraid of other people saying fuck around them. <laughs> So. No one can say fuck. Nobody's allowed anymore. No yeah. one's allowed to say. Well, Kids no. are watching me. Uh, yes. Yeah, suck no. this no brother. Let K-pop. Let K-pop. So I have to do it fuck. at a PG level. Man, let's post the image in the description of the episode so people know what the fuck <laughs> we're laughing about. Because that'll be really weird. With this. He's, no, the way I—he's he, my bias as well. I say this, I say this as much as I'm like, haha, and I like, I'm like laughing at this picture and very much. He is my bias. He is my favorite. Not for these reasons, but he is my favorite. Can you imagine if that was the reason? You're like, yo, I watched him suck bread one time, and I'm like, I'm fucked up. And that's all it took. He's that's my all favorite. <laughs> oh, I seen what those lips can do. Holy shit. Holy shit. <laughs> about your week, weren't you, Maggie? Yeah, about your, about your, uh, God. Sorry. Are we? Yeah, no, it's right I kind of just, I just barreled into the hat. I was oh, like, hey, look done. at this you picture. Me about how, yeah, uh, go back to your the You did the female cat anthro, um, and Josh was like, round two, bitch. Uh... I've been just working yeah. on and spending time with the family. Holiday seasons are great. <laughs> oh, have you? Um, Thanks for the enthusiasm. Okay. How about so you, Trixie? What have you been up to? I've been working on a a, a Game Boy inspired 2D pixel platformer called Slime Climb that I've been posting weekly uh, weekly builds to my itch.io slash trucy i'm pretty sure that's just my name there because no one else is named trucy and um it's just been um my second build is due in two days so so far i have a level i have a title screen with no title and just a, a play button but when you click that button, it starts the game, and I'm like, let's go, boys. <laughs> and uh, an hour ago, Sounds I programmed good. in the pause menu. So when you press pause, it brings up the, 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 the screen, and there's the button that you can click to resume gameplay, and it, it sets the player to invisible, and I'm like, yeah, coding, bitch. What are you making it in? Is it Unity? It's Construct 3. It is Construct 3? Construct 3? Like, fucking rips, dude. I, I tried the, the free trial like you suggested to me from from last podcast. And I'm like, do I like this enough to want to spend money on it? So I did the tutorial with the top-down shooter <laughs> game, and I'm like, this is really easy. Because it's not like, I don't have to go into C-sharp and address the keyboard and set all the tags and shit. No, it's just... I double click, add in the asset, and then add platformer behavior, and that's it. And I'm like, that's it? And they're like, that's it, bitch. 
how about that fucking how about that 9.99 a month and i'm like that sounds pretty good construct 3 let's go so uh here we are <laughs> i'm so fucking blessed that it worked out i'm so glad to hear you like it it's really it's like so intuitive yes. and like it's in your browser and i'm like this is cool but like can i have it as an app and construct 3 is like yeah bro you can have it as an app I'll suck your dick for you, man. And I'm like, cool, Constructy. You're so rad, dude. And <laughs> yeah, exactly, right? And I get video game made. <laughs> so I, I, I decided to make like a little... For that 99 a month. The Game Boy palette with the pixel. <laughs> just to be like, hey guys, I'm doing the Game Boy game. Here's the Game Boy tree Because your... I wanted to change my profile. It was your profile picture, all right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's, that's the one. So I posted, I was like, this looks nice. And then, like, two of my friends immediately went, like, like, how how much? And I'm like, if you mean how long, I, like, took a shit, and it was, like, six minutes on the toilet, and I did it in that time. And they were like, no, I want to pay you. And I'm like, it's been a while since I did this, but I'll take money and also work on this game build. Did you say yes? This is getting a lot. <laughs> <laughs> but I like money, and I forgot that people w wanted to pay money for my art. So, here we are. Never forget. I have work. Never. And now I have less. And now I have less time to play FF14. And awful, really, trash. But like, what? What? Yeah. What an absolute sad, sad experience to have to live through. I'm so Travesty. unfortunate to have people that want to buy yeah, RIP. Art and support support me. <laughs> um, that that's going on. Also, I registered for the Rivals of Ether North America uh, Championship Series finals because Rivals of Ether is my favorite new fighting game, and that shit is so good. And I'm gonna go online in two weeks and get slapped or slap some people so that game is also furry by the way so that's how that's how you know i'm in there i'm in there is what well, would a slapping be broadcasted anywhere because i i would like to view view this slapping yeah all the um rivals of ether on youtube all the stuff they record the VODs of all of their on-stream matches. Rivals of Ether, extremely good indie game, on sale now for 50% off. That's $20. That's $20 for one of the best platform fighters I have ever played with gorgeous pixel art graphics created by Dan Fornassi, the best man. Dan, if you're here, I love you. Please message me. I want to be friends. And he also made Triple Triad, but better. It's a mobile game called Creatures of Aether in the same universe with all the beautiful pixel art and all the furries and all the animals that you love. And it's just Triple Triad, but it's better. God bless. I love Rivals yes. so much. I've been playing it every single day, refining my movement, just just leveling up my game, getting that grind on. This is the best fighting game I've ever played in my entire goddamn life. It's what I wanted Smash to be, but Smash is too much of a baby-ass bitch to do it so dan's like i want smash to be this so he just made it and it's great and the netcode is really good like like really good online play it's flawless 
it's it's amazing granted like don't play on wi-fi obviously get a fucking ethernet cable and put it into your pc but everyone that i've played with i've had like like around to less than 20 ping like like connecting with europe as well and it's like it's like good and everyone's super nice on that game it's like oh but they've also been playing that game for like five years so every game that i log into in casuals i get like slapped so hard and i take like maybe two games out of ten but goddamn, if i don't have a good time that game fucking rips play rivals of ether if you if you literally if you like platform fighters in any capacity i cannot plug rivals of ether enough i'm already like planning on work making uh fan art and like little cameos and slime climb for it because i am addicted like like this is this is it dude i wanted this game for so long so good and shovel knight's in it and ori they're just like casually just like they're just characters that you can fight as Wait. and they're great shovel knight can do fishing combos does that confirm shovel knight is a furry yes confirmed you never see him take off the helmet but if you do dog man easy dog man. <laughs> it's just a wolf thing would shovel knight be a dog I th- what fursona would shovel knight be i think so oh but no, but he digs. But he's about to start digging. And shovelry. I guess so, but why would a dog need a shovel? And he's... Shovel Knight. Shovel Knight, wolf, dog, man, confirmed. I say he would be a golden retriever. Oh, that's he, also pretty he, he just wants to catch Shield Knight, that's all. I like that. For shovelry. He just want to protect. Yeah. And 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 and, and and then the wings wings off of 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 shield well no well shield oh you can see shield knight's face never mind because I'd be like shield knight would be a bird maybe a banjo kazooie kind of situation. Okay, but now I'm thinking about dog and banjo fucking kazooie. <laughs> oh, sorry. So that's my week anyways. Uh, my, how's your week going? My week has been, uh, I, I finally, so, um, previously, I was about to play Ghost of Tsushima. I'm still yet to play Ghost of Tsushima. But I now have a remote to play, a controller to play Ghost of Tsushima because <laughs> uh, my previous bout of trying, yeah, I've, my previous uh, bout of trying to play uh, my PS4 uh, games resulted in my dear sweet little uh, potato baby of a nephew it's not my baby it's my nephew um uh, throwing my controller into my toilet um but now i have two because my brother was like ah shit (laughs) my brother was like ah shit i'll get you a free controller because my child had thrown your controller to the toilet and i was like thank you brother but then i have a dear sweet friend who is who i told this tale to and they're like merry christmas and i was just like oh thank you so i have two controllers now and to, to for for all of the ghosting of Tsushima's, and um, which I still yet to pick up. <laughs> uh, but I, I'm also very much um, the thing is uh, again like I've been really enjoying watching, not playing, watching uh, Yakuza Like a Dragon, and now it's currently on sale uh, for twenty dollars off. So I believe I will be picking up a, a copy of of uh, Yakuza Like a Dragon because I- 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 Ichiban Kazuga is such a lad. He is such a good, good lad. 
Um, and while I've been spoiled of the ending, this, the ending is so good. It, you know, it's so, it's what the thing, no. the thing though, is that the, it, it, the ending is so good. It's like, because uh, I've seen bits and pieces of the journey, but not it consistently, like all the way from beginning to end. Uh, but it is so good that, that instead of being like, I've watched the ending, I am done with this narrative. It's very much a, fuck, that ending is so good. I want to like do it myself. I want to enjoy it myself and then watch the ending again um kind of thing so uh yeah because i like, like a dragon it is very good it is so so good and and i will and then i will get it into my hands and then and then enjoy how good the rpg elements of it is because while it did start as a um april fool's joke it is actually very good somehow um but anyways so aside from that i've also been enjoying mandalorian um finally sat down and and started to watch that uh so the thing is i've watched uh up to episode six when it was first airing like the first season and then just like stopped it because like i i did not have a, a disney account and um i did not seek out other ways outside of disney plus to watch it but um as of as of the Krimis, the the, the the Mary Chryslers, someone had had linked me up with their account, and uh, I finished the first season. It's very good. Um, it's Man, Man, Mandalorian. Somehow, some way, a a stoic, soft soft voiced man that you cannot see is very attractive. Um, but uh, but and then now I'm currently starting on the. Uh, the, the second season which is also very good and i've heard I, the thing is I've, I've talked to other people about it they have not given me any details because they are very respectful of, of how the second season goes but they're like watch it it's really good it's still really good and i was just like cool okay so yeah it's it's phenomenal the second so like if you enjoyed the first season you're gonna love the second season they do so much more for character building for world building like i truthfully i'm gonna get slaughter for this i don't like star wars at all i don't care it's 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 a nothing to me there's just so much of it piled so high and like retcons and everything you need to know everything but the mandalorian does such a good job of introducing you to different things and being like it has perfect easter eggs for anybody who does watch star wars but it's also really good at building its own world and the second season just continues that it's so it's so good like, I think I fell yeah. in love with the Mandalorian again. Like, he's he's the one. I'm sorry. So good. He's so good. Yeah, and the thing is, people are like, and, and the funny thing is, like, and this is this is the a little slight discourse on my end where it was, everyone's like, ha ha, he's the Dandalorian. I'm just like, Mandalorian obviously is a mom Delorean. You call him a mom Delorean. No dad Deloreans. Mom Delorean. I like that. That's mom Delorean. <laughs> um, and so, but. The, but the, I, when you're saying in terms of like, because the thing is, I barely consume any Star Wars at all, barely. Um, and you're perfectly right on that. Where uh, Mandalorian is so good, and you can see, you can just just see it um, at how they that, that they very much are building it for new viewers or people who do not consume Star Wars. Because one one. Um, kind of scene that i always kind of fall back to with this kind of theory that you know they they are building it for uh not for but they they are building it with non-consumers of star wars in mind is that um there's it's the the prison the the prison breaking episode in the first season 
where they're going to like that ship to bust out one of their dudes and he's like he's like um kind of mixed together with a ragtag group of of, of people he used to ride with before yeah. and one scene um is that because i cause again i have never i've barely consumed star wars at all yeah but i like the scene where it's like that there's like a droid in their group and the droid's like i can fly your ship better and then he shows like the controlling antenna that scene didn't have to happen he didn't even have to do the, the whole showing the, the antenna from his hand because like he could literally just been like fuck you mandalorian i can fly your ship better than you ha ha and everyone would laugh and then walk away but um in perfect storyboarding fashion they very much were like in board like most likely in board they're like yeah and then to show to, to, uh, because that uh, showing off that antenna foreshadows or for, not foreshadows but informs new viewers in a later scene of um of when 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 Mando gets gets like locked up in a cell because his ragtag group is a bunch of assholes um he rips off an arm off a droid and then takes that antenna and opens up the cell uh, and, and the thing is yeah and the thing is that uh, and rewatching because I'm rewatching that episode they show they show that um the, the like the the cogs and like the the like the connection multiple times throughout the whole episode and it's very it's like the thing is if you don't look at look for it it like you wouldn't have really considered that in mind you'd be like oh well they just showed this too much and they're over kind of over explaining it and they're like no you don't it, it's just shown enough that you're not finding it egregious yourself as a viewer like you're just like oh yeah it's just there he's there the droid's flying the ship and he did that's how he's controlling it cool like you know that's like that close-up shot of like the the antenna controlling the ship like i understand that um and the thing is they didn't have to do any of that but they did just so that they just have have all the viewers not just the star wars fans all the viewers kind of uh, enjoyed that scene in that episode and the, and the thing is yeah because I, I i told another friend about that they're like yeah well like you know or was it uh i'm gonna fuck up this joint today but yeah one of the first uh like uh star wars uh movies like they sh- they're like yeah well look, this shows up in even like one of the first movies as of, of like cp yeah cp3 <laughs> yeah yeah of like cp3o having like having an antenna like it's it's like it's such base basic 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 knowledge that droids have this that they of course again they didn't show up but they they're very much like a like they built the mandalorian with that uh, thought of just like if someone was like they have just not looked at any star wars lore or any footage at all like we want them to be able to enjoy this this, this series anyways so which i enjoy and they're really good about not like hammer like like you were saying right it's not obnoxious it's very much this is just a fact of the world and as like characters talk the way they do it is very like world building without it being an exposition dump it's like yes. because i think one of like like talking very first season very first episode the mandalorian comes in and he's a bounty hunter right so he's immediately chasing someone you're like oh there's a fight like that's what it starts off as this is huge like chase sequence and you're like oh shit comes in slaps different like currencies on the table and the guy mentions that there are different currencies and he discusses like you'll have to get it in this currency i hope that's fine with you and he's like money is money but immediately introduces you to the concept of different currencies different races everything is blah blah blah. but done in such a way that it's like if you're not aware of these things you don't feel like it's like okay sweetie this is how it's being done like no no it's very it's respectful and really engaging so I'm 
Season three is announced for next year, like Christmas, and I'm uh, ah. I'm fucked up. <laughs> I'm fucked up. I'm so yeah, the thing, and I, what I really enjoy about like the Mandalorian is because he he's like it's very much like a western. It's like yeah. it, like it, it it cuts between western. But my favorite my favorite episode is still like the the, the prison break because they're because the thing is they um I love the characterization of of the Mando like because he like because they're very, and and how people around him treat him because they're just like oh he's a very rare he's a very rare race of people like people they're like oh yeah we don't really see much bandos around um and but they know but the they're they're but even though they're not common commonly seen they're commonly known yeah and that and that, and then what is commonly known about them is that they're really good at killing um so that and i love that i love that that it's not just um they they convey the character of the Mando, not just of the him himself and his actions, but how people react to him. Yeah. Um, and so, and I love that. But I also just love, and I just love him as a character because while he is very good at fighting and he's this and that, he's very much like a. I like to almost in a way like cause I, there's starting to become this genre of action media where it where it's not just like boot like um, you know explosions and babes and stuff. It's like Mando and John Wick and like and like stuff like that where it's just like the like the art of action and and and, and this with this very respectful non like gross because i like the, i've had issues with like of, uh, previous action films where it gets kind of crude and like that but like mando and john wick are very much like similar in that kind of realm but anyways but I, but also like when you say respectful i just like the fact that he's just a respectful dude like i was again as i'm continuing on watching the series and he's and, like people are like coming up they're like oh tuscan raiders like fuck these three people like, they're, they're just gross and then he's just like well, they thought you were stealing shit too, and then and then he's conversing with multiple races, very just like um, respectfully, and I'm just like, wow, ah, yeah. Like ah. something about the scene with the Tuscan Raiders. Yeah. So because they are like this, this is my boyfriend is a huge Star Wars nerd, so he was like, and here's the trivia, and I was like, all right. Come on. But the Tuscan Raiders are like supposed to be this ancient race that have had like this amazing level of uh, technology that it all came crashing down. So they had to like relearn everything on a new planet because they essentially like dried up their planet. So their entire like base function doesn't work anymore. So one thing they have to learn to do is sign because they can't speak. So what they did for Star Wars, like they actually went in and created this language. They got um, people who signed, people who teach sign to sit around and like create this language that was just a little bit alien enough that it wasn't quite ASL, but like enough so that it was yeah, so I was okay. Yeah, yeah. This episode. Yeah, and like, right? yeah, right? sign language. I'm interested in this. Okay, yeah, but like it was so good because we were watching the fucking episode and they were talking and he's signing and then he mentioned something like he's offering it to people and he's like, you need to eat. And I was like, I know that sign. What the fuck? So I'm like sitting there like, what? Huh? <laughs> Calvin like grabs me and he's like, yeah, the one I know some trivia. And I was like, <laughs> like what the fuck it was so it was like it was well done it was well thought out it was well studied and i was like sitting there like this is su- like it's not even just an easter egg for star wars fans it's an easter egg for people who happen to know little bits about that language or that culture and i was like 
Oh, it was so good. And then to find out they actually put in all of that effort, like all of that cultural decision making and like education. I was like, fuck this. All right, I'm into this. I'm ready. Here's my buddy. <laughs> like, I'm good. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, I agree. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and the Mando, and the thing is, and the Mandalorian, like, he, he, what, what, what I enjoy is, like, because the thing is, uh, um, at least from my perception, is very much just limited to the Mandalorian, is that, like, you know, Tuscan Raiders, like, because there have been multiple times in Mandalorian where um, people voice their prejudices against the Tuscan Raiders, and, and, and very much he's just like, very much, it's like, oh, well, they sell water, like, they, they raid us and they steal water and shit from that. And he, and he comes back with, like, well, in their belief, because they've been around here for longer than you guys have, like, they believe that you stole that from them, kind of thing. And so, and he, and, and, and he, but yeah, I just, I, in a weird, in a sense, like, I do enjoy, like, that relationship between him and the Tuscan Raiders because it's like, he, because there have been multiple scenes where it's just hit, like, of, of either, um, it, it's a big episode. Like, there's multiple. Like, there's like multiple episodes. I feel like one or two. Um, but not more, one or two. Like two or more of him. Just like um, you know, I make a believe conversing with them. And then there's just passing scenes where he's like, he's in a journey, and he stops for over or, overnight and just sits and talks with like the Tuscan Raiders for a moment. And 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 yeah. And then there's t- there are times where it's like. And, but yeah, he like he knows their language. He knows their language. So you see the Mando like signing to, like and going back and forth between the the, the Tuscans. Um, and then and then translating for the people around him as well, which was really nice. So it was it's yeah. so it's so good because it's like it's culturally sensitive when you think about people who with ASL or like individuals like who are need to interpret for each other because when mm-hmm. he's talking to someone he's facing them and then when he's yes. listening then he turns around he has a conversation he's never like I'm listening this is what he's saying like it's never like that it's yeah. so respectful it's oh, super oh, well good. are you kidding no, me? Like, it's, that's it's great. amazing and then, it's just it, the thing that's oh my god it is it's just the thing and it's like it's done in a way that's not like he never makes a deal out of it, and you're absolutely yeah. right, Mai, because Tuscan Raiders in all of the franchise that I know of, they they're always like these savages, right? Because they live in the desert, they're like all this stuff, and I was like, oh, Tuscan Raiders, okay, I immediately like we're gonna have a conversation about this. But you're absolutely right, like because they are they are the natives of the planet, right? They they have been there the longest eons almost. So the idea that everything that they are doing is meant for their people's survival and it's been happening for much longer than anyone else has lived on the planet just like it's just their way of life but they humanize them in in the mandalorian versus everything else that i've ever freaking heard about these these people it's just like the way they went about it was such a nice introduction to a culture that gave you such a background to things you didn't even think were important but knowing about it makes it feel like such a like it's so much more rich of an experience. Yeah, yeah. Okay. It's, it's, yeah, and even more than humanizing them, there, there are points where it's like it's very much like a um, like they're going up against something, and it's just like well, like because like, oh, because I just watched this episode, and I was just like, this is a good episode. Um, but yeah, but it very much like the it's like. Like he goes to a town, he goes to a village, and then the, and then do at this village is like, oh, we they try to they they have to strike a deal between something, uh, so the Mando and someone else in this town, and the guy's like, I need you to kill this thing with me because I can't kill it myself, and then he's like, okay, and then it very much go it goes to them going to the, to the Tuscan group, the Tuscan Raiders, and it's very much like a it's more than just like 
yeah, it, it is it is it is humanizing them, but it's also just very much like a well, it's like they've been lived on this this land for a very long time. Of course, they know this thing. They, of course, they want they also want to kill this thing, but they can't themselves. And and they've been tracking this thing, and they have good knowledge. So it's like instead of ostracizing them outright, you, you know, we need to work together, kind of thing. So it's very good. I enjoy that. It, I've been really enjoying uh, uh, Mandalorian. I'm I'm excited to finish it up. So. Um, Tracy, if I can find the scenes where he's signing with the Tuscan Raiders, I'll send you the clip for it because it's it's so good. It's it's so good. Yeah, this sounds really interesting. And I I was listening to someone I follow talk about what he thought about the Mandalorian as like background noise while mm-hmm. I do art, and he mentioned the acting ability because wow, he doesn't. He, he wears a yeah. helmet the whole yeah, he time, does. right? So, so yeah, you gotta have some pretty good-ass body language to convey all the emotion that yeah. he does. <clears throat> so that's cool. I'm interested in that now. Like, once you mention that there's yeah. sign, in any capacity, I'm on that shit. You know I'm on that shit. <laughs> I know. But yeah, no, he's, he, like, a Pesco... Pedro Pascal. Thank you. Um, (laughs) He is is so, like, his, like, if you want a lesson in animation, I don't know who the hell did the storyboarding for this, but it was so good. So good in terms of, like, he'll enter a room and the camera mixed with his body language gives you exactly what you want. Like, everything, the sound cues, the lighting, like, it's all done in a way that you immediately know what you're meant to be feeling. It's amazing. It's really, really, really good. Because they... Because my yeah, the cinematography is like oh yes, you're talking about season two, yeah. episode one, right? Where they have to kill the yeah. So yeah. that sequence, when even like just to show the scale, because I don't know if you've seen any of the behind the scenes stuff, but it's all on Disney Plus if you're interested. Yeah. They do everything. Ah! They do everything in this like small studio, but they have these curved screens that act as like green screen I've stuff, right? So to create scale with just that because they rarely go to to set to, to location to location yeah on location yeah, yeah. On location. Yeah. rarely do it it's all done in this room with these screens like the feet of it is so good they create such scale with people who are meant to be like six foot seven foot and then huge monsters i'm talking like galactic monsters so well done like absolutely yes level of quality yeah like i it, it actually, so so um, I'm pretty sure you, you know this, uh, but like um, the I can't remember this uh, Lucasfilm. I guess Lucas, uh, Lucasarts film. Um, they actually have a uh, they have a partnership with Epic Games. Do so they? a lot. Of, yes. So so actually, so a lot of it, a lot of it is. Um, so the screens, because I've actually seen the behind the scenes of that as well, where they could do the LED. Um, it's a sound, yes, it's a huge soundstage, curved LED, and, and the set they have is, is surrounded by a curved LED screen. And that screen is what I assume is connected to the Unreal Engine. Um, but yeah, they so they are working specifically with um, with Epic Games. Um, and and, and it's to the point where it's like, they, um, they have like custom coded, because um, the thing is, is, yeah, they can move within like this 3D space um, um, to show. So they're like, oh yeah, well, we're you know Desert of Tatooine kind of thing. So they can actually have the camera, um, like the the set, um, 
be set specifically where they are and then be able to just move the day night cycle so they're like oh we're doing a nighttime scene so we are going to have these leds the, the led screens you know set it to to nighttime and then and so you can have the, the appropriate lighting so because yeah, uh, which is huge which is huge like they i don't think there's any other like sound stages like this so far um be, uh, because they because they're you know for the longest time um film film has always relied on green screen but there's a lot of issues with green screen so the fact that they have but with the led screens while it is very expensive to build and to operate i imagine um it solves so many issues such as like appropriate lighting uh, and having just the background there having the actors actually see what they are kind of just you know instead of like monsters and stuff but they'll actually be able to see instead of just the green space they actually see the desert of like in Tatooine um that yeah it's like it's it's like really cool so yeah that would, Cool. Yeah, and cool. so and so I imagine that a lot of the scenes, uh, like all of the flight scenes, a lot of like the the ships, because there's a lot of space scenes. Like it's all I'm pretty, I, I assume all built within uh, within Unreal Engine as well, because of their partnership. So. It must be, but that's so like I I knew that and I completely forgot about that information. Didn't even clue in. I was like, I wonder what what program they're using to create the soundstage. But like, that's so clever. That's the smartest yeah. thing you could do. Right. Yeah, yeah. It's so, it's, yeah, it's so cool. Yeah, because then, yeah. But then, even even like knowing that and watching it, uh, you know, season uh, season two, episode one, there are just moments where I'm like, it's so seamless that, like, where does this, where does the stage end and where does like you know po- you know post uh, post like like begin? Because you're because because yeah, that's the thing. I'm like, how do they do? Like, there's still some camera shots and certain certain like things moments where I'm just like how do they do this because because again you're right where it's like it's not a lot of times it's not on location it's within that set it's like how <laughs> so it's very my mom like if, if anything just like i like i i'm glad that it's a good story i'm glad yeah. it's a good engaging and enjoyable story but they just also just watching to see the artistry around it is is also like a joy so you gotta watch the rest of it. Yeah, that's been my week. Tell me about it when you watch it. Oh my yeah. god. <sighs> yeah, yeah. And, and also, like, also, like, I just love, like, there was a Kara. Fuck. Sh- like, there's, like, the other the other characters around them, like, uh, other, the other characters around, like, Mandalorian, well, some of them are, are you know, uh, you know, uh, understandably despicable, but some, like, um, Kara, which is, like, this boss fucking woman with, with good guns, Oh yes, like, okay. like she's from the season one. Yeah, she's so cool, and I'm just like, like guns or guns. like guns. She's like she got guns. She got both in okay. both kinds of guns. Like <laughs> are not as impressive as her arms. Uh, yeah, you watched the sniper, right? Uh, in the desert. Uh, that's in one, right? Yeah, in the one. Yes, with yeah, Ming, with with Ming Na Wen, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah so. He's my favorite. Holy shit! Okay, like, I don't want to say anything, but like, I would, yes. I would die for her. <laughs> like, I would, I would die for her. Like, I love her. Ugh. Yes. Yeah, 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 and that's that's the other thing, because like nothing, nothing, nothing kind of spoils spoils something for me worse, worse for me when I enjoy a media and I enjoy the protagonist, but then the side characters are very much just like, like it's like shallow and not so great and whatever and you're like because oh. like uh, one of my favorite uh like animes is is one punch man and it's very much like a, i enjoy 
like Saitama and Genos very much. But then with the other side characters, you're like, oh, okay. As much as I would like to enjoy this anime as much as like, oh, you're obviously the eye candy and you're obviously the Lolita and you're obviously, okay, kind of thing. But but very much like Mandalorian, like I love the Mando and I love like everyone else and I love, and it's just, and but, but when you go the extra mile of creating such good, engaging side characters, like um. that's, it's, it's just an extra treat to me, so. Well, they, they never introduce a character that doesn't have a thought-out backstory, doesn't have some kind of ties to the universe, doesn't have some kind of, like, like, there's always a point. Even if they're a character that, like, is just there for the episode, it, it is never meant to be like, oh, here's just the character that does this thing. It, no, it's like, this is a person who's lived a life. Um, yes. Like, do you remember the, the, the blacksmith from season one? Yeah, they are, yes, her. Oh my god! I love her! She was amazing! She, her entire thing is like, she she expresses what Mandalorians are meant to be, but she also yeah. like, puts, like, she's such a revered character, and she's so good at her, like, every time she's on screen, again, full helmet, no no expression. Commands it! Commi- like, she is the scene, and I'm like, oh. <laughs> like, I don't even care. Yeah. Like, Mandalorian, I know you're here, buddy, I get it, you're the little boy, but like, Oh, she's so but, good. Yeah, she's queen. She's she queen. queen. But, yeah, but and the thing is, like, and it's so good that, like, because it's like it's so good that, like, there's there's like there are certain characters that I I enjoyed so much that when they pass, like when they like, when they perish or they like they die yeah. on scene, I grieve. I'm just like, no, yeah. <laughs> like, no. Yeah. So and and the thing is, there there are there are uh, lesser media's that I have consumed where like a main character has passed, and I'm just like, I don't give a fuck. Yeah, like, like who is this? Like with like one that comes up to mind is like Watchdogs, like the like the game Watchdogs. If anyone has ever consumed it at all, you there's a there's like a female character that's supposed to be your love interest, and she fucking dies. I don't give a bu- shit about giving off spoilers because honestly, it's not even. <laughs> and she dies, and I'm just like, and I'm just like, oh, she's dead. Okay. I don't care. <laughs> and but 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 then in Mandalorian, you like I watch it, and then and it's like. And, and and then and a side character like dies and I'm just like no yeah. <laughs> like and it makes me so sad um yeah but yeah I think this uh the Mandalorian cast has, yeah I'm sorry uh... <laughs> there's always one well no that's why this well I mean this, that's why the podcast exists right for us to go off <laughs> I mean, did you want to keep it going? Uh, I can. It's up to you. We can if you want. I think. I think the Mando cast is fine. Um, I think I'm. I think I'm good to call it at the Mando cast. <laughs> I think I'm also good. I think my friends want to play Among Us for the New Year, so. Yeah. Okay. And I, I too, am scheduled for Evan ah, fourteen. So I see. I okay. What it was. It was the the faux politeness where you were like, "Oh, did you guys want to continue?" Like, <laughs> well, I mean, I can still tell you about how I watched. Um, hold on, I have to look up the name because this is an anime where, like, two minute long episodes, like fourteen episodes. It was like two dinners, and we were done. And I got so unbelievably upset. Hold on, let I need to like, I I need to. Okay, so it's called. <clears throat> 
Orenchi no Furojijo. Um, and it is about it is a it is called Merman in My Tub, and it is a short anime with the most hot man fan service that I've ever seen. Where this dumb idiot twink slut of a merman lives in this guy's bathtub and he's just a dumb slut and he's like here's my friend who's an octopus who is also a slut and he's like they're they're just all such big winners and it's like it's just so much the thing like oh look at his oh man his big octopus tentacles on on his like on, on tatsumi's like like glistening juicy man chest and it's like Oh man, oh shit. This is a good one. This is a damn good one. And I got depressed after it was done because like I miss it. Like I miss being in the world of of like man slut mer- merman and an absolute whore octopus and dumb idiot twink toxic. Uh, well if, if I, I just oh, I just Google searched it and, and Wikipedia uh, says that there are four volumes of this. I'm not four. Eight volumes. Why did I say eight four? Yeah, I'm on that I, shit. I'm, I'm, they're coming in the mail. I ordered it. <laughs> oh my God. My shelf. It my fans. shelf. <laughs> it's going there. Planned it's out. It's going right. It's going right there. Very good. So funny. <laughs> so that's um. That was one last thing. Oh, actually, um. One last last thing from that uh, you reminded me of my when you talked about Yakuza is um I booted up Yakuza Zero and I'm making my way through that with my partner because I think every human being needs to know Yakuza. Yes. Like it like everything about side quests and the stupidity. And so one day I was like, man, I wanna play Mahjong. How do I play Mahjong? Like I'm a fucking because I I have very strong memories of Mahjong, like sitting on my sitting on my dad's lap while he curses and calls his friends bitches on on the other sides of the Mahjong table and they're scrambling the tiles and I'm little baby with ice cream cone in hand and I'm like how can I do the thing just like Papa? So I so there I went to a Mahjong parlor in, in as Majima in Yakuza Zero. And I read the, I read the instructions, the 30 pages of instructions, and I'm like, cool, all right. And then I proceeded to play Mahjong for, I want to say, at least four hours in one sitting. Just no, no pee breaks. And then I was like, I think I like Mahjong. (laughs) And then the next day... I, I opened my PS4 and I was like, I want to play some MF14 or I don't know any other game. But then I saw the icon of Yakuza 0 and I'm like, but I could play Mahjong. And this is before, like, before breakfast. Like, today is a work day. I have shit to do. And I am just sitting there, my butt cheeks, like, planting a firm, like, image into the sofa for another straight three hours of me playing mahjong am i good at it no but damn if it isn't a good time 
Mahjong is fucking great. What? This is awful. I am never gonna play this game in real yeah. life because I will not. I will not stop. Uh, it is awful, I, and I, hate I, it. I I wait for the day where you tell your father that that, that you're like, hey, I suddenly like Mahjong now, uh, and then he's he's never gonna find. He's never gonna find out. I will <laughs> never let him know because he'll be like, because I know him. I know my father. Okay, if you want like an image of like my dad, look up um um the the okay, just imagine like the the the, chi- the Chinese like big acupuncture man in Yakuza yes. Zero, but like shorter, like just scale him down and um, give him a mustache. That's my dad. And if I ever let him know that I have any interest or any experience playing Mahjong, he will like, he'll be like, side eyes at me and smile and he'll be like, oh really? And then like, before I know it, he will like, fucking, he'll like, fucking, like, he'll bring up like, Final Fantasy crystals and like, summon like, five other men (laughs) from nowhere and like, a table is suddenly like, in front of us. There's, there's like, (laughs) and I'm like, it's like it's just I am I am I in Hong Kong? Am I back home? And it's just like the table rises from the earth. And it's just here it is. Here it is. Here it is. You, you think you're good? You think you're good, you little shit lord? Sit your ass down. And he's gonna destroy me. And it'll be great. It'll be the most great bonding family <laughs> moment I've ever gotten in my entire life. It'll be my dad slapping my ass and Mahjong. <laughs> The, the, the one of my one of my clear memories of going to China is is how there are automated mahjong tables that that you could that you could have, you just like pile you slide it I can't remember but there's slots in the table where you just slide in all the, the the tiles and such and it will like scramble it and then bring it all up pre pre ready. That's what I imagine about the table is that yeah it just rises up and he's just like. <laughs> and it's like Yu-Gi-Oh almost and it's like your move. <laughs> I like the idea that it's it's very much the dinner table, oh you're all sitting God. there as a family, and then you're like, uh, dad, I I like mahjong, and then he just like takes his plate up, like pours all of the contents, shakes it through the table, and it just like appears and he's like <laughs> we get no, no. Now, you're, you're eating, and then and then there's a tablecloth, and he just stands up and just rips away the tablecloth and all the dinner contents onto all from the table to the floor, and it's a mahjong table, and, just, and he's just like, "You all right? It's your move. Tiles already set up. You don't even have to worry. There's no time to set up. It was already pre-set up underneath your food. You didn't know, but he was ready. He was waiting for the day." That's so funny. Oh my fucking god. You thought it was a dinner table? Nah, joke's on you, bitch. This was always a mahjong. Wait, it was always mahjong? It's always been mahjong. It's always been mahjong. I imagine that wouldn't be the case, though, because that would be a disgrace to the mahjong table. You have That's fair. more respect to mahjong. There's more respect. To a magic table rather than eating on top of it. What is that? Because that's the thing. I've, I've again, I've seen these tables in a house, and and 
and the family that in who who own this table they don't eat on the table they have a separate dining table so. But yes, but, yeah, because yeah, this year is also very good. I, I remember spending multiple hours playing the Diner Dash clone. That is the ca cabaret club. So, it's okay. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Hot Podcast. Your chefs today were Trucy. Find her at trucy.ca and at trucyart on Instagram. My, find her at Yidin on Instagram, spelled Y-E-H-D-I-N-H. And find me, Maggie, at Mr. Tree Fingers or Mr. Tree Fingers Art on all social media. If you have any comments or questions, feel free to send them over to hotpodcastmail at gmail.com. And we'll see you next time. Have a great night, guys.